Hello, my name is Pastor Michael E. Tom. I'm the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We're at 311 North Dunbar, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We want to welcome you to today's program. Today you're going to be listening to a word either from myself, my lovely wife Kimberly Eton, or associate minister at Bethlehem, or teacher. But before we get into word today, we just want to welcome those who are listening throughout our MySpace page at www.myspace.com backslash Pastor Michael Eton, that's E-A-T-O-N. Maybe listening through our church website at www.myspace.com. Hear God's Word at Bethlehem.com or a podcast of the same name, Hear God's Word at Bethlehem or through our Women of Divine Faith or other ministries all on the internet. Now, let's get into the Word. It's more than just a drawing. It's a vision, and the Bible says without a vision, the people perish. And we have a vision for what we believe God wants us to do. We've marked it out in the parking lot, this vision. Hello, somebody. That yellow line in the parking lot is this part right here where we enter into the sanctuary and we worship and glorify him. Amen. Amen. And we want you to move in before you get in. Hello, somebody. Want you to move by faith. Amen? Amen. Amen. And our committee, building committee, will meet next week following the 11 o'clock service. Amen? Amen? As we are about our Father's business. Bethlehem! This is our theme for the year 2013, getting it right, based on 1 Peter 4, 17, which says, For the time has come for judgment to begin at the house of God. And if it begins with us first, what will be the end of those who do not obey the gospel? And we want to get it right here at Bethlehem, because if we don't get it right, Wrong stuff starts to happen. Hello, somebody. We've seen illustrations of that even on the news. But if we can get it right, and you say, preacher, how can we make it right? Well, if you're doing it right, uh, Matthew 18, 15 through 18 says that if my brother sins uh, against uh, me, that I go to him and I show him his faults just between the two of us. Hello, somebody. Um, and if that don't happen, verse 16 says, then I take two or three others. And if that don't happen, then we feel they refuse to listen. Uh, then we treat them like pagans or tax collectors. But nine times out of ten, if we can just meet one another in private, stuff can be taken care of. And we won't have to do things of the flesh and be a model of what people are doing in the world. Hello, somebody. And that's what's happening in some of our churches today. God has held us and holds us to a higher standard. And we should be a light to the world, not, oh, a bad example of Christendom. Hello, somebody. So we've got to get it right here first. Hello, somebody. I I don't got to tell the newspaper. I don't have to tell the television reporters to come. I don't want to see that. We don't have it right. Hello, somebody. I don't want to see any of that. 
Hello, somebody. Or be any part of that. Hello, somebody. We've got to get it right in the house of the Lord. Amen. 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 One of the ways, if you want to get it right, there are some pivotal points that you've got to understand. If you, if you want to be blessed and highly favored, you've got to get it right in your area of money. Hello, somebody. If you want to sing that song, open the floodgates of heaven and let it rain. First of all, it says in Malachi 3 verse 10, bring the whole tide into the storehouse so that there may be food in my house and test test me in this, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not what? Open to you the windows of heaven. The NIV says the floodgates of heaven and pour out for you a blessing until it overflows. Is there anybody here wants to be blessed and highly favored? Raise your hands if you want to be blessed and highly favored. Amen. Then you've got to do something with that hand. Hello. You've got to put that hand in your wallet. You've got to put that hand in your purse. Hello, somebody. And you've got to give to the Lord. Hello, somebody, because that's the only way those windows and floodgates will be opened. That's that's the only way that you'll be blessed and highly favored. Hello, somebody. Some folk up in here lying, saying they blessed and highly favored and ain't giving God nothing. Hello, somebody. And when you don't give God nothing, guess what? Hello, somebody. You got to take back what the devil took from you. Hello, somebody. But if you give in the first place, God can put a hedge of protection around you. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. That's not even my sermon. But it's sounding pretty good. (laughs) We're standing on that word all month long. But this morning we're going to be sharing a message entitled a a cheerful giver. A cheerful giver. Second Corinthians chapter nine, verses six through twelve. Would you please stand in reverence to the word of God? Stand symbolically saying that I will stand on the word of God. Let's read this out loud together on three. One, two, three. to the sore and bread for the food also supply and increase your store and enlarge the harvest of righteousness you will be enriched in every way so that you can every nation and will result in thanksgiving to God this service that you perform supplying the needs of the Lord's people but it's also overflowing in many expressions of thanks to God. Amen. You may be seated in the household of the Lord. I love the whole context of that. We want to challenge you to take it, take this whole context home and meditate on it. Amen. But this morning we're going to see that a cheerful giver 
is one who gives with generosity. A cheerful giver is one who gives with gusto or from the heart. A cheerful giver is one who gives with graciousness or with cheerfulness. Amen. Uh, I thought I was a cheerful giver until I heard about this man on the screen. His name is Brother Franklin. And he's in a different kind of church, a, a African church there in Houston. And sometimes when I see this, I don't, sometimes I, I don't know how to think uh, about uh, what's going on, but I can tell you that I'm definitely not this cheerful uh, as Brother Franklin. Amen. He, he has the money in his hands, and this is offering time in the church. <laughs> Brother Franklin, a, a, a cheerful giver. Now, I myself probably would never be this cheerful. <laughs> Somebody's thinking, uh, don't take all that. <laughs> Somebody's thinking, is he going to put it in? <laughs> but he does put it in. Amen. Brother Franklin, a cheerful giver. <laughs> now, I, I don't know if I'm going to ever be that cheerful. <laughs> and, and I wonder how much did he gave <laughs> I think if he was doing all that dancing but yeah how much did he give but a cheerful giver is more than just a dance hello somebody there's some strategic things that you have to do if you're going to be a cheerful giver. And uh, I know in our context, uh, we, you know, we, uh, we don't dance. Hello, at least not here. Hello, somebody. <laughs> uh, but it's more than just a dance. There are some strategic principles that if you want to be a cheerful giver. Right. A cheerful giver is someone who gives with generosity hello somebody say to your neighbor neighbor or neighbor were you generous this morning doing the offering for the bible says remember this whosoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly hello somebody uh, but whosoever sows generously will also reap generously and that's why I subtitled this sermon series, How to be Blessed and Highly Favored. 
Oh, because we we all want to be blessed and we all want to be highly favored. Oh, we all want to be able to say that favor ain't fair. And I, and I used to think that favor wasn't fair before I began this series, but I began to see that favor is fair. Hello, somebody. Because favor is given by how much you give. Hello, somebody. Or blessings from the Lord is given by how much oh you give to the Lord hello somebody and at least you think I'm trying to get and be after your money oh we learned this Wednesday that the person in the sanctuary who gave the most was a widow and the widow gave an offering and she gave a mite hello somebody something less than a penny hello somebody but Jesus Oh, said, oh, that he, uh, she glorified God because uh, those other folk uh, who were giving uh, weren't really giving generously. They were giving out of their abundance. uh, But this widow uh, who gave only a mite, uh, oh, gave everything that she had. uh, And as a result, uh, oh, she glorified God uh, because she gave out of her poverty. So there's nobody in here who's too poor to give hello somebody and we're not talking about the gift in and of itself we're talking about the sacrifice oh did you sacrificially give this morning well the bible tells us if you want to be blessed and highly favored the bible tells us that favor is fair because if you give sparingly you're going to reap sparingly and if you give generously you're going to reap generously. In other words, favor is fair. If you want to be blessed by God, oh, if you want to be blessed in highly favor, you've got to try him in this area of giving. We learned last week, oh, and, and open the floodgates of heaven, that this was, that, that was the only place where God said, test me in this. Hello, somebody. And see when I open the windows or open the floodgates of heaven. He was after a tenth part and offerings. Oh, there's some folk that don't believe in tithing and most of the times there are those folk who don't believe in tithing. Oh, they give less. But those folk who believe in tithing generally give more. Hello, somebody. It's not about the size or the portion. It's about your sacrifice. It's about glorifying God in your giving and it's more than a dance. Hello somebody. A cheerful giver is somebody oh that you can get an offering from. Hello somebody. Ask your neighbor. 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 Oh neighbor. Are you generous this morning? Are you generous this morning? Uh, a cheerful giver is someone who's generous. Uh, oh, uh, uh, someone who's generous. Proverbs eleven twenty five says this: a uh, a generous person will, will uh, prosper. Hello, somebody. Whoever refreshes others will be what refreshed. Hello, somebody. Some of us uh, are here today, uh, and we're in a drought. Uh, oh, and you're in a drought. Uh, oh, because uh, you're robbing God. 
that whole text talked about robbing God. Oh, and when you rob God, you really rob yourself of your blessings. Hello, somebody. Is there anybody in here will get a gun and go to the bank and go to the teller and say, give me all the money in my account with a gun? Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. And that's what it's like when you do that. When you when you rob, when you don't give to God, you're, you're robbing yourself. Hello, somebody. You're robbing yourself. So God, oh, don't like stingy folk. Hello, somebody. God don't like somebody he can't get an offering from because your offering determines really how much you love him. Oh, the, I can tell you what you believe. Oh, just give me your bank statement. I'll tell you what you believe. Oh, I, I look at it and I say, okay, the mortgage got paid. That's what you believe. You believe in that house. Oh, the car note got paid. Okay, I see. That's what you believe. Oh, you believe in that car. Hello, somebody. Oh, and I can look. The lights got paid. Oh, and, and then I look and see what if you gave God anything. Hello, somebody. And I'll see whether or not you really believe God. Hello, somebody. You've believed God in your giving. And if you want to be blessed and highly favored, don't hold back. Give more. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Say to your neighbor, neighbor or neighbor, don't hold back. Give more. And again, you don't have to be rich to give because we learned on Wednesday night about that Macedonian church who it says that out of their poverty, it, it, it welled up in great riches. Hello, somebody. Oh, so you can't ever say that I'm too broke to give. Hello, somebody. That might be the reason that you're broke, but you can't ever say that I'm too broke to give. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. So if you want to really be blessed, you really believe this thing. We all want to be blessed. And highly, as a matter of fact, that, 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 that text says that uh, he'll bless you to the point that you don't have room enough to receive. Uh, uh, look at your life. Uh, are you blessed at that point to where you don't have room enough to receive? Hello, somebody. Can anybody raise their hands? Hello, somebody. I can raise my hand and say in some areas, some of y'all can say that as well. You, you say, I, I don't have a, enough to receive. I got too much. I got too It's overflowing. Hello, somebody. And that's because you're a generous person. Hello, somebody. Ask your neighbor. Say, neighbor. neighbor. Or neighbor. Or neighbor. Will, you be generous? Will you be generous? Because when you are generous, it's going to affect you in your life. Hello, somebody. For whoever sows graciously will also what? Graciously. Hello, somebody. So I believe in the power of giving. Hello, somebody. Really, I believe in the God that I'm giving to. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. I like the way it says it in this video. This is what Jesus said. It's not about the way you give. It's about, about the, the generosity that begets generosity. Giving is more than just a responsibility. It's a privilege. Yes, it Hello, somebody. Giving more, is more than an act of obedience. Uh, what is it? It is evidence of our faith. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. What else about giving? Give, uh, I, I 
absolutely believe is what this person said. In the power of tithing. Hello, somebody. In my own experience, it is more. Uh, the more I give away, the more that comes back to me. Hello, somebody. Uh, God says what? This is what he said. Bring the whole tide into the storehouse. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. And then will I open the floodgates of heaven? Hello, somebody. And pour out what? Blessings after blessing on you. Hello, somebody. It is impossible. It is possible to give without loving, but it's impossible to love without giving. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. And if you truly want to be blessed, you've got to become, come to terms with this and, and you've got to learn to give with gusto. Hello, somebody. Learn to give with gusto. Hello, somebody. One thing that you can't say is that that brother, when, uh, brother uh, Franklin, <laughs> he gave with gusto. If, if anything else, for it says in verse 7, each of you should give what you have decided in your what? Heart to give. Hello, somebody. Yeah, yeah. Give what you decided in your heart to give. And one great theologian is going to say this. Say, don't give until it hurts. Give until it tickles. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Because the Lord loves a cheerful giver, but 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 not reluctantly. Hello, somebody. If you don't, if you if you're giving reluctantly, guess what? You might as well keep it. Hello, somebody. Because you're not going to be blessed on a reluctant offering. Hello, somebody. Or under compulsion, if you're just giving because the preacher said to give. Oh, you're not going to be blessed on that. Hello, somebody. But 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 what? God loves. What a cheerful giver! One thing we can say that Brother Franklin was, he was cheerful if he was anything. <laughs> he was cheerful. We don't know whether he, he was generous because we don't know what uh, his offering con- contested, uh, uh, but we can say that he, he gave with gusto with his, with his heart. I, I like what Exodus 25 1 and 2 says. The Lord said to Moses, Tell the Israelites to bring me an offering. Hello, somebody. And you are to receive the offering for me, uh, for me from everyone whose heart prompts them to give. Hello, somebody. Whatever you give, give from your heart. Hello, somebody. Give from your heart. You've heard me use this illustration all the time that many times on a winning team, there's a player that doesn't have all of the speed that other people have. Hello, somebody. There's a player who may not be as big as some of the other folk. Hello, somebody. But there's a player who may be small, but they play big. Hello, somebody. Because they play with all of their heart. One of my favorite sports movies is Rudy. And little Rudy was a little man. Oh, but he had a lot of heart. And he paid for Notre Dame. And he really didn't play for the team. He tried out for the team. Couldn't make a team. And made the practice squad. And, and he would play oh, against the starters every day and pour his heart out. Oh, on that field to the point that they all had to stop in reverence 
Olympics and in one game they allowed this player who didn't have the big size, the speed or the ability to play for Notre Dame. They allowed him to play in the game this one player and he got a hit on that one play. Hello somebody. Hello somebody because he played the game with all of his heart. Oh and I asked you here today are you giving to the Lord with all of your heart? Oh let me ask that again. Are you giving to the Lord with all of your heart? Are you giving with gusto? Ask your neighbor. Neighbor or neighbor are you giving with all your heart in Jesus name? Are you giving? Most of us will have to say, no, I ain't giving that much. (laughs) I'm I'm not giving with all my heart. I'm not sacrificing. I'm giving out of my abundance. I'm I'm not going to miss this offering that I give to the church. Because I'm giving out of my abundance. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Has anybody in here ever gave till it tickled? Not until it hurt. Hello, somebody. Uh, I said a time or two, uh, pick out your wallet. Uh, uh, start with a 20. And if it don't make you feel good to give the 20, put the 20 up. <laughs> get, get your wallet out and uh, pick out a five. And if it don't make you feel good to pick out a five, then uh, put it back. Get, uh, get, get your wallet out. And uh, if you have a dollar... And if it makes you feel good to give a dollar, then you just need to go and walk out of the church. <laughs> Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Are you giving with all your heart? And we give our money to really what we believe. That's right. To, to go see a, a game. Hello, somebody. How much does a ticket cost to go see the Sooners? I don't know. Say which? Uh, let's say on the forty-yard line. How much? Uh, how, how much? Just guesstimate for me. What? Five hundred on the forty? Lord, <laughs> they ain't gonna ever see me. I'll be in front of my TV. <laughs> How much, oh, does it cost to go see a Thunder game? And you see folk and they pay all that money, especially when they was in the playoffs. Thousands of dollars and they got to the game and you'd have thought that giving a pen a thousand dollars, oh, to get in a game would put them in a bad mood. <laughs> but they weren't in a bad mood. They were cheering their team on. Hello, somebody. Not only that, they pay for the high food, the drinks, and popcorn, and all that. Hello, somebody. We give to what we believe. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Do you believe in the God that you serve? Hello, somebody. And then the question is, do you believe in the God that you serve here at Bethlehem? Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Because some folk, uh, they'll come to Bethlehem, give Bethlehem a $5 bill, but go up there, oh, to the city of Dallas and to some of them bigger churches and pull out a hundred to be seen. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Do you believe in the God that you serve right here at Bethlehem, right here locally? Because some folk uh, will give hundreds of dollars away to the TV preacher who never 
even know your name. Hello, somebody. And you'll get back a little spring water. Hello, somebody. Do you, do you believe in the God that you serve here at Bethlehem? Because if you did, it will show up in your giving. Hello, somebody. You would give with all of your heart. Folk oh, will be back there counting money and they'll be saying, where he getting all this money from? Hello, somebody. <laughs> we know he work at Walmart, but he, he giving as if, oh, he's a manager somewhere. Hello, somebody. Giving with all of your heart. Hello, somebody. But, but the Bible says, okay, decide in your heart. And whatever you decide, don't, don't give it reluctantly. Don't give it compulsively. But be cheerful about it. Hello, somebody. Be happy. Oh, one thing I do like about that church is that the praise uh, time, uh, not necessarily him dancing around, uh, MC hammering around, but, 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 but it was a time of praise. Hallelujah. Giving time is a time of praise. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. And that's what we've got to do. Decide what we're going to give in our heart. We talk, and when God bless you, lay it aside. You got to lay God's, and we talked about last week, uh, I quoted from that movie, The Blind Side. You said, boy, preacher, you still love them sports movies. Uh, but, but the housewife in The Blind Side at the beginning of the movie says every housewife knows, uh, oh, to write the mortgage check first and then to write, uh, oh, the insurance check is the second one to protect, hello, somebody, what they have. And we learned last week, and I told you, no, the first check as a Christian that you should write is to the Lord. Hello, somebody. You got a purpose in your heart. Decide, because if you don't decide, God will continue to get the leftovers. Hello, somebody. And I can almost guarantee you the leftovers ain't going to be as much as what you purpose in your heart. Hello, somebody. Say to your neighbor, neighbor. Oh, neighbor, give with gusto in Jesus' name. Determine in your heart to give, not reluctantly, not under compulsion, because I'm preaching a series this month, and, and you start to give this month, don't mean that next month you stop giving. Hello, somebody. Don't give under compulsion. Give, give out of your heart. Give out of your heart. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Last thing but not least, they say out of the mouth of babes. Uh, and, and these young folk are going to tell us uh, some, some, some theological truth. Give till it tickles. Sing the song, children. Ha, Sparingly, Whoever 
sparingly. Amen. <laughs> Don't give till it hurts. Give till it tickles. Hello, somebody. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. or neighbor. Don't give till it hurts. Give till it tickles. Amen. You know, sometimes I, I guess it, it means a lot more when I give it to my daughter. The money I give to my daughter, the more I give to her, the more happy I feel. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. And those whom you love, you want to bless. Hello, somebody. And those parents who have means, they, they bless their children. Hello, somebody. When, when, when I was in school, uh, you know, uh, there were some folk in school's children who had better cars than my mama was driving. Hello, somebody. You know, I was there and, you know, I had my little car. It was a Dodge Charger, 1974. It was 86 when I was in school. So <laughs> there's some folk on the parking lot who had some of them, 84, 80, uh, uh, those 80-something GT, GTs because these people, they love their children. and They, they, they are lavish towards their children because they love them. Hello, somebody. Send them to the best schools that they can. And they're lavish. They don't give till it hurts. They give till it tickles. Hello, somebody. Do you love God that much? Wow, you, you don't give till it hurts. You give till it tickles. So you, till you're happy. Hello, somebody. Ask your neighbor. Neighbor or neighbor, do you give till you're happy? Most of you say no. Because you ain't giving that much. That's why. Try it. Hello, somebody. Try them. Give, give till it tickles. Give till it makes you happy. T- give in such a way that you're, not, you're making an impact for the kingdom. Hello, somebody. And we're talking about, uh, oh, not only giving uh, oh, tithes, but the text in Malachi talk about offerings. Uh, oh, there's some folk uh, who have an opportunity to give an offering uh, oh, to the new building. Uh, don't give uh, until it hurts. Uh, give uh, until it tickles. Uh, Tickle, tickles you to know uh, that God is about to do something new uh, here in Paul's Valley. That God is about to raise something new uh, here uh, up in West Town. Up in West Town. God, uh, give till it tickles. Uh, give till it makes you happy. Oh, make it a game. Uh, see how much you can raise for the bill. Give till it tickles. Hello, somebody. Give till it tickles. Most folk who really love the Lord is like David in First Chronicles 29.9. This is what it said. First of all, it said the people rejoice at the willing response of their leaders for they had given freely and what? Wholeheartedly to who? To the Lord. To the Lord. That's what you got to remember. You're giving to the Lord. You're not giving to the preacher, man. The preacher man tithes himself, and I am blessed. 
my cup overflows, runs over. Hello, somebody. And I'm blessed because I give, and I'm blessed because, uh, hey, I'm the pastor of Bethlehem. Hey. <laughs> but, uh, but when you give wholeheartedly, hello, somebody, it should make you happy. And they had gave freely and wholeheartedly to the Lord. And it says what? David the king what? Also rejoiced greatly. Hello somebody. He rejoiced greatly over a offering. Hello somebody. We're talking about a offering. We're not talking about that praise time when we, when we, when we come and start the service. This, this was over an offering. Hello somebody. God loves a cheerful giver. You give graciously when you give and be happy. Hello, somebody. You hear some folk that say, I'm happy to give. And they really mean that. I'm happy to give. I'm happy for this opportunity to give. I'm happy that God blessed me enough to give. Hello, somebody. And I know I'm running out of time, but the whole context of of this whole text deals with... uh, it says, uh, starting in, in, in verse 7, each of you should give what you decide in your heart to give, not reluctantly and under compulsion, uh, for the Lord loves a cheerful giver, and God is able to bless you abundantly. Hello, somebody. That's verse 8. So that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, hello, somebody, and you will abound in every good work. Hello, somebody. Verse 9 says, as it is written, they are they have freely scattered their gifts to the poor and their righteousness endures forever. Now he will supply seed to the sower and bread for food will also supply the increase, increase your store of seed and will enlarge the harvest of your righteousness. Hello, somebody. Giving and righteousness go together. <laughs> Let me say that again. <laughs> Somebody missed it. I know it's not a part of my sermon, but this is verse 10. Giving and righteousness go together. A unrighteous man will not give. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. He talks about this giving. It, 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 it enlarged the harvest of your righteousness. Hello, somebody. Then verse 11 says, you will be enriched in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion. If you give, God will make you a blessing to be a blessing. Have you ever wanted to give and really never had it? If you you ever really wanted to give and never had it, then you need to give more. Somebody gonna pick that on up there on the way home. You, you're not giving enough. If if there's an occasion has come and you weren't able to give, that means you're not giving enough. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. And through us, it says here, your generosity result in thanksgiving to God. In verse twelve, hey man, thanksgiving to God. For the service that you performed is not only supplying the needs of the Lord's people, but 
is also overflowing in many expression of thanks to the Lord. Hello, somebody. I can remember when Brother Bill Cummings gave an offering. He was a very unassuming man. And he didn't really make it known. He, he, he just gave, I think, one time $5,000. And when he gave that $5,000, guess what I did? Guess what I did? Huh? What did I do? I said, hallelujah, Lord! <laughs> Praise the Lord! Glory to your name! Wait a minute, Brother Cummings gave, but... I gave God the glory. <laughs> and that's what you're giving us when you give it right. Hello, somebody, because there's some folk that give and wants to be seen. There's some folk that give and want to show how much they gave. But then there's some folk who are righteous and they'll give and they don't even have to let you know that they give. They'll sneak it in on you. Oh, they don't have to be seen. Oh, and they'll give. And when they give, Oh, it said, uh, you say, hallelujah. As a matter of fact, when you give in private like that, that's all you can do is give God the glory. Hello, somebody. When you're thinking about giving to somebody, uh, don't, don't just give it to them in person and let, let them know you gave. Why don't you just stick it in an envelope and put it with no name on it and put it in, the, in their mailbox. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. What, what's going to happen? Especially if they have a need. What's going to happen? They're going to say, God, thank you, Lord. <laughs> They'll be like Brother Franklin dancing. <laughs> thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hello, somebody. I've, I've been praying about my, my provisions, Lord, and, and just out of the blue, oh, I don't know who gave it, Lord, but thank you, Father. Oh, and sometimes uh, you can give unassumingly, oh, but you're praising God. Thank you, Lord. Hello, somebody. God loves a cheerful giver because cheerful givers, oh, their offerings make folk happy. <laughs> Have you ever seen somebody that gave and it just made folk mad? Oh, Please. <laughs> it's given to be seen. <laughs> Hello, somebody. But we've got to leave this place. But as always, I'd like to talk about the generosity of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Deacons, will you come? He gave generously. God gave generously because he sent his son and his name is Jesus. And he gave oh, the ultimate sacrifice. And that was the sacrifice of his son which made his offering oh with gusto he gave Jesus with all his heart his only son with all his heart and Jesus came down here oh to offer up a sacrifice that would be gracious oh so much so that when he died oh it opened oh really the floodgates of heaven for 
salvation because Jesus Christ was God's only son. Oh, for the Bible says God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And if you're here today, Hello again, this God is Pastor Michael E. Tom. I bring you a host for today's program. Before we sign off, we just want to make sure that you have a personal relationship with God. You know, many people are waiting to have a personal relationship with God. They're waiting because they're trying to clean up their life or get right with God to stop smoking or cursing before they come to the house of the Lord. And you know what I tell them? There's nothing that you can do or stop doing that would make you right for a relationship with God. The thing that you must do, however, is take God's provision. You see, in order to get right with God, you have to meet him on his terms, and his terms is Jesus Christ. The Bible said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And the Bible says that we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. But the Bible also said that God demonstrated his love towards us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died. God's only son, God's love, Christ died for us. So in order to get right with God, you have to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you can do that today by praying this simple prayer. Dear God, I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus, and I believe in my heart that Jesus died for my sins, was buried, and rose again on the third day. Dear God, come into my life, come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Amen. And praise the Lord. If you pray that prayer for the first time, then the angels in heaven are rejoicing. For now you are a child of the living King. Because you're a child of the living King, you have to find God's family. And that's what the church is. The church is God's family here on earth. We love and believe by faith that you've been born to the household of faith here at Bethlehem again. We're at 311 North Dunbar in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We'd love to see you in our services. But if you're listening throughout the world, listening throughout the United States, Canada, United Kingdom, or even China, we're going to pray that God will deliver you to a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching, Bible-living church where you can grow up in the things of God. We want to thank you once again for listening. And again, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you need to find a church home. A baby born needs to be a baby born in the family because babies can't make it on their own. And if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are a spiritual baby. You must find a church home. Again, we want to thank you for joining us today. And I'm going to give us a final benediction. A benediction is a final blessing. Father God, we thank you, Lord, and we pray in Jesus' name that you would bless everyone at the sound of my voice, especially the new children of God. Deliver them safely to a church home and put your hedge of protection around us all. Keep us safe from our harm and danger until we meet again, either here in Cyber Church or in the service. 
We thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello again. This and is Pastor Mike Lee Tom, the senior Lord. pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We want to take this opportunity to see if God used this message in your heart. If if your life has changed, if God really spoke to you and touched your heart and changed the moment in your life, we just want to thank God for how he's working in your life. But we also want to take this opportunity to see if we can get you to sow a seed in the life of our church. Right now, we're entering into a building program, and we've calling this program Vision to Reality. And this is phase one of our building program. And I've told many of our members, you know, I may not serve at a mega church, but I do serve a mega God. Not living in a mega city. This is Paul's Valley. But we serve a mega God because we're heard all over the United States and different countries and kingdoms. And we're believing that God owns the cattle on a thousand hills where you are. And if you take a moment and go to our church website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com and you can hear it. Uh, tap the link on the MySpace page or uh, just go to the front page of our website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com and scroll to the bottom there. You'll see Vision to Reality and that's where you can give to the building and we, we want to do it kind of just like obama did it. he raised his funds it was just people ordinary everyday people 25 dollars that helped him to raise millions of dollars in a economy that people were saying that is depressed i think that's god and i believe god can do it for us and we want you to give once again now if God has touched and moved and worked in your life as a result of you listening to this ministry, we want you to give to vision to reality and help us to make our building here in Paul's Valley, state of the arts, build a reality because you've taken time to give 25, 50, 10, 100, and you may be able to do more. Whatever God is laying on your heart, we need you. So we can build this vision to a reality. May God bless you and keep you is my prayer. Again, go to the website, www.heargodsword.com.